say it, 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 Ben, hurry up, bro. Come on. We are live. Y'all are on. And this is Balls. You got people just sitting in silence and shit, bro. Like, come on. You know what you're doing. A sports podcast. Shut your ass up. Yes. Welcome <laughs> to Ball Sports <laughs> Podcast. It's a podcast with up. Balls about balls. And we are your hosts. Don't make me choose violence today. You always choose violence, Nels. Um, we are your hosts. I'm Buddha. <laughs> It's your boy Dylan, 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 Dylan. It's Willie. It's now like a big facts and full of facts. That was better. Shut your ass up, Willie. <laughs> bro, who signed this man contract, bro? Rip that shit up, bro. I still didn't get a contract. You still didn't get the contract, bro. You're not doing yourself any favors, Willie. Exactly. Shut your raggedy ass up. What's good, y'all boys? How y'all doing? How y'all living? How we feeling? I was okay up until earlier. My boy saw Ocho get put on his on his shoulder, bro. Hell yeah, bro. Hey man, I, I, I give him props though. Hey, he did he did better than a lot of other yeah. people would. He did better than Nate yeah, Robinson. He did for sure. He, he, got, he got knocked down, but he popped right back up. And he, and he, put, his head, he, he put his hand up, though, like, hey, good shit, though. Real talk, yeah. Hey, any, anybody can get caught. Let me dab you up. Anybody can get caught. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be to be yeah. honest with you, I think I think the whole thing when you're talking about Nate versus, versus Ocho Cinco, I think, you know, Chad took it serious. Yeah, and Chad was like, "All right, like I'm gonna actually train. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm going to put on actual boxing shoes and train. You know what I'm saying? However, however, you know Nate Robinson out here training in Air Jordan threes with no (laughs) creases on them. You know what I'm saying? Like he really out here doing shit when you look like he just posing for a photo op. Right? You know what I'm saying? So I don't got no time for that." feel that yeah Head but out. uh episode 193 y'all boys how we doing how we living yeah. bro you hey. asked us how we doing already bro. well you got one more no time one to care about no me. one really responded you got one more time hey you got one more time to care about me bro real talk uh, i'm doing great buddha um Thank i you. finally feeling myself again and we answered you. We you glad to have you back brother. appreciate that so, yeah, bro, we happy to have you back. Now shut your ass up. All right. Well, I mean, if y'all trying to get right to it, I mean, we can we can handle this shit. Um, so we we mentioned last week there was a slew of you know WWE releases that were uh, kind of caught a lot of people off guard. Uh, one of the more notable, especially because of the talent involved, was Alistair Black. Um, another big reason why it was such a shock because they literally had just started a new storyline for him. I mean, he had been out for about seven months, uh, not 
injury related. They just didn't know what to do with him. They started building mm-hmm. him back up with this new um, Dark Father uh, gimmick that he had going. So, you know, uh, with all the vignettes of like the uh, the creepy like paper cutouts telling like this child's story, this creepy child story, kind of like the Babadook type shit. So like it was really dope how they were mm-hmm. setting it up, and then they started the rivalry with Big E. Um, after listening to a interview he had on Renee Paquette, formerly uh, Renee Young in WWE, her Oral Sessions podcast, uh, he kind of Fuck. broke down everything that was going on at the time, and you know he said that he's had constant talks with Vince and everything, and Vince had visions and. Vince just didn't know, like there was just a piece missing with how to make things connect uh, with, with what Vince, okay. Vince's vision was. Um, so they sent him home and <laughs> he started building up this new character and everything and they were ready to get it going and everything was cool. And he said, you know, it was a week after he made his re-debut and kicked Big E to start their rivalry off and uh, he was in the gym working out, and he got a call. He didn't say who it was from, but we all know who it was from. It was from John Laurinaitis. Um, and John Laurinaitis basically told him, hey, we have to let you go, and I have no idea why. Even John Laurinaitis said, this doesn't make any sense to me at all, but this is what I've been told. So that's what the boss so reports have been going around that um, this guy, Nick Khan, who is like the new VP uh, or new president of WWE as far as, you know, just overall operations go. Um, he's kind of been just doing cuts to the budget, whatever that may be. And there was something like 300 people on WWE's roster, which is insane. That's way too many people to have on your roster in the first place. But, um, yeah, you know, this was just a case of them not letting the right people go. And there's already yeah. been internal conversations from WWE officials, from wrestlers, from whatever, trying to get him back. Because not only is this did this hurt WWE in the sense that they lost Aleister Black, but this hurts Big E now because now he's on the sideline with nothing to do. Because they had, exactly. they had a whole story ready for him. Yeah, you were trying to push Big E, and this is about to be a high-profile storyline, and now Big E's twiddling his thumbs. So now he's about to lose some of that heat he was getting um, in that buildup mm-hmm. there. And obviously it doesn't take much for him to get his heat back as part of the New Day and everything like that. Big E has built in, yeah. you know, star power. But it's like, fuck, like, you had all these stories you were planning on doing, and it's just now he has nothing to do. But uh, Alistair was basically saying um, on the podcast, he was like, you know, I have no ill will towards WWE. Like, I'm there's I'm not harboring any grudges. I met my wife there, like all this kind of stuff. So, like, he's not mad at his time in WWE. He wish he wishes shit would have panned out better. But, you know, the fact that it didn't, you know, it is what it is. He's not holding on to anything. And he actually feels like for the first time in his life, he doesn't have anxiety about what's coming next for his job because he's been, he's already received so many offers. He can't do anything for 90 days uh, because they have that as part of their um, contract clauses. They have a 90-day no-compete. So he can field offers. He just can't do anything for 90 days, uh, which is fine. I mean, shit. Could he still be resigned? 
with the WWE. Could, so he could still be re-signed with. So yeah, there is WWE there is that opportunity. Up. It's just a matter of would he want to. Um, yeah. You know, he like while he doesn't harbor any grudges, he may be like maybe I don't want to come back right now if I'm going to be put in the same position. Like maybe I want to go somewhere where they're going to give me full creative control <clears throat> and actually use me as a big player because. He is so fucking talented. If there's somebody right now on the roster like who is a complete package from um, an interesting look, an interesting character, uh, in-ring talent, like Alistair checks all of those boxes. He's good on the bomb entrance. Yeah, like fire entrance. Like, like he is the complete package. And this really just further shows that there is that divide between Vince's vision and Triple H's vision. Um, Agreed. So you know it's it's hard to really say what happens from here, but I'm I'm gonna be glued to wherever he goes because he's somebody I've really been a fan of since he was in NXT. Um, I thought everything about yeah. him was cool. He reminds me of a bigger CM Punk. Like their their oh. their move set is very similar. So like he can go off the rope, he can do the flips, he can do whatever he needs to do. He can wrestle more of a technical match if he needs to. Uh, but he's just a bigger size-wise than than Punk is, and obviously has a much darker gimmick. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, but he says, you know, he'd be willing to go to Japan if New Japan wanted to go because that's what he grew up watching. Because he's from um, Amsterdam, so like, yeah, he didn't he didn't have WWE. He had like Euro wrestling they really peacefully over there. Yeah, he had <laughs> he had Euro wrestling to watch and uh, New Japan. Like those were the only two things they got out there at the time. So it wasn't yeah, until he moved man. stateside that he had that he was able to watch WWE. So he probably want to move. He gonna leave. He like eh, right. I, think I don't know necessarily because because remember his wife is still here. You know so oh, right. true and I, and I and she and there's reports that she signed back with WWE before he got fired. So I don't know what happens there. Like we'll see. You know that the the door is open. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Looking forward to it. So, <clears throat> go ahead. So, I, I have, I have some, I have some theories. So, here's what I think is going on right now. <clears throat> so, interestingly enough, I don't know if I was talking to you all about it, but I just finished an audiobook called "Boys Will Be Boys" by Jeff Perlman. Mm-hmm. Um, it is pretty much like a breakdown of the 1990s Dallas Cowboys, and talks mm-hmm. about like the reason why the Dallas Cowboys. It really fell off. So, like, if you really like, if you really look at it, they won their first Super Bowl in '92, '93. Then they went in '93, lost to the uh, 49ers in '94, won it in '95. Um, realistically, that team could have won like five straight Super Bowls mm-hmm. if they would have kept Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson as the head coach. So, Jimmy Johnson <clears throat> and Jerry Jones had two very different ways of doing business. And the reason why was because Jerry Jones couldn't stay in his place as an owner and wanted to be involved and the things that Jimmy Johnson was really good at, which is like the scouting and the and the drafting and, and player relations or whatever, when he's really just an owner. Like, you got the money, make the deals happen, whatever the case may be. So one of the major mistakes that he did, believe it or not, was signing Deion Sanders. Because up until that point, they didn't really have big contracted players outside of Irving, Smith, and Aikman. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody else, they kind of just built up through the draft. So what I'm trying to get to is – so you're you're having an issue here with between Triple H and Vince McMahon. However, mm-hmm. Vince McMahon always has the final say because he's you know the board of of directors. He's the chairman of the board of directors. Yeah. So 
Triple H is so I don't even think it's a vision issue at this point. I think what it is is that Triple H kind of reminds me of Jimmy Johnson. He's he's more of the guy that's like, you know, he's with the with the guys now. He's with the, the now wrestlers. He knows what they're what they're good at, what they require, whatever the case may be. I wouldn't be shocked if Vince McMahon goes off of numbers alone, but does nothing when it comes to the pulse of the WWE universe. What I mean by that is Roman Reigns was always doing numbers, but Roman Reigns has never hit like Roman Reigns is hitting right now. 100% agreed. And Roman Reigns should have been done this because WWE universe people were saying it since 2015. Booty, you were saying this is 15. Turn him heel. Turn him heel. Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns could have been this guy. A while ago. So you know what's yeah. funny? You know what's funny? And like I just want to piggyback off of that real quick, that statement right there five years ago. So one of the biggest advocates and people who works closest with uh, Alistair Black, shock and surprise, is Paul Heyman. Um, so Paul Heyman yeah. had told Alistair Black from back when he was in NXT that he feels like Alistair is five years ahead of the wrestling business. And he said that that's a that's a great thing, but it's Very also bad. but it's also a bad thing because people aren't going to see his what he's creating your potential. Yeah, because he's he's five years ahead of the game right now. So like I'm I'm just glad you said that five years thing. That's what made me think about that. Continue now. Sorry. So so now what you have here is is this you have this this complex right um, and so. You have people who are playing their position, right? You just have mm. people who are not playing their position. And Vince McMahon, you are a chairman of the board of directors. You are uh, the owner. You are not creative. You're not there anymore. Your creative worked for you in the 80s and the early 90s. Triple H is really that guy well, right now. Well, yeah, he's and there. He's, not- he's there physically, but he's not mentally, mentally like – Right, he's yeah. just – yeah, he's not. He's just. It's not for him. He's not a part of these times, so he doesn't understand the pulse of the WWE universe now. Where you have a Triple H and Paul Heyman, these guys really know what it is, and their guys, the guys that they push out, all of their guys hit every single one of them. Every when Triple time. H tells you, "Hey, this guy's gonna be trash," and you still put him on, guess what? He's actually trash. When Bro. Triple H tells you this guy's gonna be good, they're actually good because he knows some shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. So what, what ends up happening is, in, in the words of, of Jay-Z on the song Black Republican, you know, this puts an issue between the post and the point, which puts the game in jeopardy indefinitely. So, you know, WWE is, is, is really losing right now because yeah. you're, you're doing this at a bad time where competition is really on the come up. Like New Japan, which a lot of people I don't think know, like New Japan is trying to figure out ways to get syndication here in the States. And they are. They're, they've and been- once they do... Once they do, it's 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 kind of over for everybody because New Japan has an element that we want so bad, uh-huh. and that's like people are actually getting hit, like strong style, it's real deal, like strong style. Yeah, yeah, these guys really get after it. You know what I'm saying? And like we want to watch that AEW. Like I don't watch AEW like that for the record. So like 85 percent of the people I don't know, but I got to be honest with you, I but watch the promos, a little bit. Promos be looking crazy. I watched a little bit of it on accident, and I'm going to be real with you. I was like, hey, 
No cap. I watched about 10 minutes. And the first thing I said was AEW is about two years away. Yeah. Which is insane. AEW is about two years away. Which is insane because they're only two years old. Yeah, AEW, AEW is about two years away. The reason why I say that is because the vibe that they give me is like, I remember WCW when I was like seven years old, like 95, like 94, 95, because it was founded in 93, 94. I remember in 95 when they were starting to pick up guys, they were starting mm-hmm. to find their groove. 96, 97, WCW was untouchable. Right. And AEW is kind of, is it's getting there, bro, like. You know, their 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 stars are starting to get a little bit more acclimated. You know, I still pay attention to those little rankings like that magazine, the wrestling magazine. They yeah. had um Johnny Moxley as the number one wrestler in the world. And that include that's including all brands across the world. Johnny Moxley is literally the number one wrestler in the world. Yeah, bro. And mind you, WWE had him and didn't do half the shit that AEW is doing with him now. That's because it's AEW is the new WWE Attitude Era brand, bro. John Moxley isn't even a uh, a champion in AEW, but he has a championship belt because he won a title during a cross promotional thing with um, a Japanese promotion. Every year they do the um, in Japan they do the international the IWGP the International Wrestling Grand Prix. So he is the IW. GP uh something something heavyweight champion or whatever. So like he's rocking that belt on AEW. And like That's and, and, and they can go anywhere. Fucking Kenny Omega is AEW champion. He is TNA champion or sorry, Impact champion. He's got a title from New Japan that he's rocking. He has like four title belts from four different promotions right now. And he's defending all of these titles. Like WWE could be killing it right now if they just opened their door. Open the door. So when when so when Johnny Moxley wins those things, are those like already predetermined? Was it already predetermined for him to win that? Yeah. Like they knew that was going to be happening because because they looked at it and they said, "Look, this man is an international superstar. What better way to get to get more people to know about what this thing is? This IWGP." Because he's, he's wearing the belt. Yeah, because people go back. So what is that belt for? IWGP, oh, what's that? They Google, oh, what is that? Oh, it's a yearly tournament that they do? Oh, shit. More viewers, more clickbait. Oh, people, people are going to want to watch it next yeah, year. Yeah, bro. Exactly. So they're they're killing. And, and I just saw that this, um, if you have like the Roku channel, you can watch um, that um, New Japan every Thursday yeah. at 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Bro, wow. bro, they made NXT move to a different night, bro. They sure did. AEW's a- <laughs> handling business. Um, but uh, I don't know if you had anything else about the Aleister situation, because I did want to touch on one thing with NXT. Oh, we're good. Okay, so NXT has a pay-per-view on Sunday, um, an in-your-house pay-per-view. Uh, I just want to say the main event looks fucking nuts. It's a fatal five-way for the NXT championship. Uh, Karrion Cross is defending his title against uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Pete Dunne, Johnny Gargano, and Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby! I'm telling you right now, put, telling you right now, put it on your trackers. It's going to be a match of the year candidate. I can tell you that right now. No. 
oh, 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 O'Reilly. Zotto part. Um, also this weekend, transitioning over to the UFC, we have UFC 263. Um, it's it's a pretty stacked card. I'm really only going to mention though the you're a pretty stacked card. You know the the three uh, the three main events. I guess you could say the two co-main events and then the main event. Um, Mm-hmm. Starting with the return of Nate Diaz, uh, Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz. Uh, last time we saw Nate Diaz was when he lost in the match against Jorge Masvidal for the BMF title. And remember, he only lost because of doctor stoppage uh, because he was bleeding too much. But he he was definitely in that fight. Um, so Nate Diaz is back. For some reason, it's not a title fight or a main event, but it's uh, a five-round match, which is why I'm calling it a co-main event. Because typically, it should only be three rounds technically, but for some reason, they're giving it five. So, I'm I'm down for that because you know this is going to be one of those fights where they're going to stand up and just beat the shit out of each other. So I love those kind of. You know, of fights. I think they're making it five rounds. <clears throat> you know, I think they're giving it five rounds so they can give. So for D, it's more for Diaz because if Diaz wins this fight. I think that's just going to put him on the fast track to get a title belt, a, a title match. Mm-hmm. That's that. what I think. So well, he's fighting a well, five rounder. Well, that's what's crazy is because. But that, isn't Leon Edwards also like on the cusp of being like a main, a, a real deal contender? Oh yes, he's very good. He mm-hmm. is very good. He's eighteen and three. Yeah, like he's, he's on the cusp. He's, right? he's very yeah. good. So, and what's crazy? What what's crazy? The star power around Nate Diaz, right? He's not ranked in the top ten, but. If he wins this fight, not only would he be in the top 10, he could get a title match off of that just because of who he is. Yeah, name alone. Like, that's nuts. Um, the the co-main event for the flyweight title, uh, forgive me with this name, uh, Dievson Figueredo defending his title against Brandon Moreno. Um, I don't know how familiar you guys are with Figueredo. But this guy's a fucking killer. Um, these two actually fought. Spell, spell, his last, spell his last name real quick. F-I-G-U-E-I-R-E-D-O. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, he, he's Brazilian. So these two, okay. these two actually fought last year and tore mm-hmm. the proverbial house down. Uh, granted, there was no crowd there, but it was one of those – Fights that was on the short list of a fight of the year candidate. So they're running it back for the title again this year. Um, so that that's going to be a fight to watch. But what we're all tuning in for, the main event, uh, defending his middleweight championship, the last style bender, Israel Adesanya, defending his title against Marvin Vittori. Uh, this is uh, the second time these two fighters are fighting. The first time was a, uh, a couple years ago. And uh, Adesanya won by decision, um, to to which a lot of people, a lot of Vittori supporters disagreed and thought Vittori should have won that fight. I think it was Adesanya's fight the whole time. Um, this is one of those fights where these guys have a lot of bad blood with each other. They genuinely do not like each other. Um, you know, Izzy, Izzy's never one to shy away from how he really feels about somebody. If we've learned anything about him, if he respects you, he respects you. If he doesn't, he's not going to fake it, you know, for nothing. 
so there was a situation where they actually came like encountered each other um, in whatever hotel they're staying at. And Moreno, uh, not Moreno, Vittori was all joking with Izzy. He's like, oh, where's your belt? Where's your belt? That's going to be my belt. Ah, I'm coming for your belt, my friend. And Izzy was just like, listen, bro, I'm not your friend. You go and learn Sunday or Saturday. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, he's like, he's like, he's like, this ain't going to be no decision victory. He's like, I'm going to finish you. So I'm, I'm fucking with it. And I, you know, a lot of people think that Izzy might not win this fight because he lost his last fight. I just want to remind people that he lost his last fight by decision, moving up a weight class, fighting somebody who at the fight was about 25 pounds heavier than him. And the only reason he lost is because Buddy got him on the ground and basically just sat on top of him. He basically. ate every punch. So, he ate every punch that Jan Wachowicz threw his way. Um, he delivered some punches. And the only reason that Jan won was because he had him on the ground for those, like, three rounds. So here's what I'm going to say about um, Izzy. Um, Izzy's got to use his his nickname at this point in time. And this is why I don't really like hyping up nicknames like that, that style bender. He's, he's going to have to use different styles. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the reason why I say this. So I think a lot of times people don't understand that UFC is still a sport. Um, and the number one thing about sport that helps and hurts you is film. Um, and, and, you know, like, I'll give you a perfect example. So I don't think we've ever mentioned this on the show, but I'm going to mention it now that we have a Madden league that we do. And last season I played Willie knowing that I was going to see him later on, probably in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So one thing that I'm a big proponent of, and it's something I've learned from coaching actual football, is you don't ever want to give somebody too much film. Right? Same thing where I played Buddha and I lost to Buddha. And I did the same consistent plays because if I have all other right, plays now, that all work, right, now don't try to act. Don't, don't, all right. Oh, no, 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 now, now you're not. Now you're, 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 hyping, you're, you're hyping yourself up. And that's I'm not hyping myself up. I'm just trying to but, say you're trying to make it seem like like you kind of just didn't give I'm me my trying, full your full not, effort. No, I'm not. That's not what I'm saying at all. all. Right, I'm just saying that's not what I'm saying at all. Because again, I'm gonna if I do get through this, it's either I'm seeing Dylan or I'm seeing you. I've never played Dylan, so Dylan is at an advantage because I don't know what Dylan does well. You know what I do well. I know what you do well. Willie knows what I does well, and vice versa or whatever. So. If I discover, if I learn something new, why would I do that early? And you're probably doing the same thing, but it's called too much film. That's what that's what coaches call it. Don't give too much film. Right. You kind of stay consistent, especially if you know you're going to see him later on in the year, which honestly, Belichick is a genius at that. Like he can get blown the hell out earlier in the year. If he knows, hey, I'm going to see you in the playoffs, he's not changing the game plan. He does the same things consistently, 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 because he knows I can't give you too much film. Mm-hmm. So when the playoffs come, you're sitting there like, damn, like these boys beat their ass in the beginning of the season. What the hell going on right now? They had no film of any of the new shit. Right. right. So that's really the, the basis of what I'm trying to get to is that you don't give too much film because you don't ever want somebody to know exactly what it is that you do. Now, what I'm going to say about Izzy is Izzy's kind of getting to a place where John Jones was at. And I hope that he doesn't handle this situation the same way John Jones did. 
John Jones had a lot of film out about him, especially when he went on that on that consecutive streak where he was fighting like every three months and he was yep. like winning a lot. He showed a lot of film. So guys were able to really watch him and say, okay, I can pinpoint this. Okay, I can pinpoint that. Okay, so like these fights that he was winning earlier, now he's getting more decisions. Now you're kind of watching these fights and you're like, mm, I don't know. Like he might have beat his ass. Like I ain't going to lie to you. When John Jones fought Gustafsson, I thought Gustafsson won that bitch. Hey. I watched that shit and was like, I don't know, bro. Same same when he I fought know. um I forget the other, I, I forget uh the dude I know who you're talking the dude, about. The I'm, dude I'm, I'm the dude up. who lost the title fight to Jan Wahovic uh when it was a vacated title. I know who you I know who you're talking Damn, about. I, keep keep talking though. Keep talking. I'm gonna get yeah. the name. Keep talking. No, keep talking. but that was another one. It went it, it it went to decision, and it was one of those like ah, like he only won because it was champion's advantage, in my opinion. Right. You're like mm, I don't know, bro, because you know, like like the whole the whole fact of the matter is is like again you have you have a lot of is it Smith? Was it Smith? No, it was. Um... It was after Smith, I believe, or before, or before Smith, one of the two. He okay. There was the one buddy who he tore his legs up, but he like broke both of his legs. Not broke, but like he tore like both of his ACLs and shit. The dude who has Thor's hammer on him, that was one of the buddies. Um, damn, bro. Oh, you talk about Tiago Santos? Him, but he's not the one I'm talking about. But he was another one that I was like, all right, champion's advantage went to him. But uh, uh, he's, he's had a couple. He's had a couple where you're like, mm, I don't know about that decision right there, bro. You know what I'm saying? But but the, but the, but the point is, is like, so Dominic is at a point now. So so the point I'm trying to say here is, it's, it's pretty simple. Oh, um, Dominic Dominic Reyes. Yes, yes, Reyes Reyes. Yeah, that's, that's Reyes it. gave him some work too. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So the point I'm trying to make is like, Adi is at this point now where there's there's a lot of film on him. A lot of film. Um, and these guys are now starting to see his his weaknesses because there's no like there's no like straight ahead. It's like we make these guys in the in the video game. Yeah, for sure. But mm-hmm. like we don't um there's no fighter that's got no weakness. You watch enough film, right. you can find mm-hmm. their weakness. And I think Adiasen is at this point now where okay, you've been fighting this one particular way and it's been you've been winning with it. But I think he's at the point where now these guys are starting to be like, okay, there's a little chink in the armor here. I can I can do a little bit more with this and a little bit more with that and with this and with that. He's he's got to start changing the game up a little bit, no cap. I No, I feel that. I feel like the only pushback I would I would maybe give to that would be um, you know, Let's not forget earlier on, like it was, it was just within the past couple of years, like Adesanya wasn't known as a, you know, as somebody with knockout power. That wasn't something you had to worry about with his right. game. Like he, yeah, he, yeah, he's gonna piece you up, but he's not gonna finish you. Izzy is now finishing people regularly, right? With the exception of Jan, yeah. his last fight, he's finished his last three opponents, right? Before Jan. So like I don't know, man. I just feel like Izzy is like still getting better. You know, I don't think he's plateaued yet at all. It's prime yet. 
I feel that. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. So we'll see. I mean, yeah. so I don't know. I mean, we'll see. It, it's a hey. Anybody can get caught. Like we said earlier in the show, anybody can get caught. Exactly. Anybody Body. can get these hands. Friggin' Freaking like that was like that fight Saturday with Mayweather and um the well who which Paul Logan which Paul he fought he fought Logan. Logan. Did you see this man knocked him out and held well, him up? Yeah, well, I did. I did. I, he, I did he had to. Yes, well, he, he did. did. It's an exhibition. Yes, it's an did. exhibition, bro. This is not a full on boxing match. Well, he tried to get knocked out. Well, not get only, out in the no, no, yeah, yeah, no. He could, he could have, he could have knocked him out for sure, but. I think there was something. There was speculation. Money. There was something in the contract to where if it went to the later rounds, they get exactly. the, the they got an extra exactly. bonus of money. That's what whatever. I was going to say. He wasn't. So if you would have knocked him out when it happened, he yeah, and it we don't know if that man. We don't know if that man would have got back up quick enough, bro. That boy got his out. What, bro? He would have got up. He would have got the way he was acting up. He would have got up. He, it would have been a knockdown. He would have got okay. up, and it would have been a knockdown because it's still Floyd. Oh. Like he rocked him, and that's probably like you're gonna lose your legs and you're gonna drop to the ground. But for him to still be up, like he, it didn't take him from like after Floyd held him up, it ain't like he held on to Floyd, dangled the entire rest of the time. He he regained consciousness. So that's as that's as quickly as it would have happened if he would have fell to the ground. But it would have been more. I feel like he should have let his ass fall. It would have been more exciting to watch. I feel like a lot of people were disappointed. But you know, it is an exhibition. That's but, what I'm uh, saying. Like yeah. Yeah. day. At the end of the day, that's something that the, the Logan mentioned is that he felt all he needed to do was last the entire duration and I won. So I was like, if Floyd would have at least let him just drop to the floor, then it's like, yeah, you lasted the duration, nigga, but I put you on your motherfucking ass at the right. end of the day. And I still won the fight if you really if we were to have judges. Yeah, I don't I don't think Floyd really cared for that. I think Floyd really just understood all the money that he was about to make. And everybody who's and everybody who's complaining who yeah, watched you paid your money anyway, more likely than not. So shut up. Shut up. Shut up. That man still made shut up. If you ain't if you ain't liking you ain't had to watch it. It's true. Like that junk, that, I mean, I don't know what you really expected I mean, from a man. I don't know what people expected from a man who find a YouTube dude, bro. Like, like, bro, come on now, exactly. bro. Like, that's like that's like Kobe playing some dude from YouTube. You really want Kobe to be out here? Ah, 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 recipes, but ha 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 ha. Three sixty dunking on jits and stuff. LeBron playing freaking <laughs> Chris Smooth doing two K videos. You want LeBron to be out here backing him down, dunking on him? Nah, like. Because I know what it is. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah like, bro. Like, people be asking for way too much. Like, and, and people, and listen, those of y'all who are sitting there, I saw y'all on social media. If you're one of those listeners who was on social media saying, I don't know, man, Logan Paul out here training, bro. I wouldn't be shocked if Logan, you know, you know, he give Mayweather a little, uh, uh, you feel me? What? Stop playing with us. <laughs> like, are you serious? Are you like, serious right now? That was never gonna happen. Floyd, are you Floyd? fucking kidding me? Excuse my language. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is what this man do, bro. Like, like he he made exactly. he made Conor McGregor toward the end rounds look like an amateur, and we're talking about. Logan Paul, is that who it is? Logan Paul, Jake Paul, Rich Paul, it's Logan, right? Yeah. Look, yes. bro. Yeah. Really? <laughs> really? 
Yeah, like this is like your first, oh like maybe God. your third professional. Bro, I, bro, I really hate people, bro. <laughs> I hate people and I hate social media, bro. Like that drunk, y'all really be having these boys hyped up, bro. Oh my gosh, that is that really aggravated me, bro. I just wanted to wait until the fight was over so I could address that. Like people really be out here wilding, bro. <laughs> Wow. I, I don't think anyone who's ever watched a boxing match. Bro, I watched the first round and was like, <laughs> I watched the first round and was like, all right, bro, like, Floyd's going to be straight, bro. Like, don't worry about it, bro. Right. Like, you straight. It was crazy. Man, isn't Floyd like, go ahead. Go to I was going to say, no, isn't Floyd like 50 something <laughs> years old, though? Sorry, no, you're good. No, I think he's in his 40s. He's definitely in his 40s, but he's still in great shape. Yeah. He's still in great shape. Now, the thing about it is, is like, granted, I will admit, Logan did have a pretty sizable um, advantage on Floyd. I will say that. That's that's fair. That's a good point. I, but I don't. That's what I was just gonna say. It was kind of daunting seeing the size difference between the two. But like, does that does that really matter? Right. Like. I'm three times the size of Conor McGregor. Like, if I ran up on Conor, y'all would sit there and be like, "Hell yeah, Nels, get it Conor!" Would, like, <laughs> it really, it it really only matters in those moments where he's holding him and stuff because that's a lot of weight to try to get off. Exactly, of that's that's really and that's the only time. But he's yeah. not. But, it matters. It matters in the sense of like, don't get yeah, okay. caught by one of his hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For fair, which I wasn't concerned about. Oh, he did. He did. He, he, he did caught, catch Floyd. He, he once, did. He though. caught Floyd nice. And and the thing about it is, is like yeah, I wasn't nice concerned about that. And also, the thing about hugging as a strategy in boxing, like, bro, that takes years to master. Like, you get tired too. Like, even if you're the bigger person, like when you're hugging somebody mm-hmm. and they're wriggling out and they got stamina to wriggle out, you get tired too, bro. Like, even though like you saw Logan Paul at the end of the fight, bro. Like Jim was dead. Like was Jim tired. was spent. Oh, that man was and Mayweather was chilling. Like Mayweather, was like man, we good. You know what I'm saying? Shit, you saw him in. You saw him in between rounds. That whole lean shit into the bro. Corner. Listen, like that was hot. That's that he That's because he caught a mean hook to the body in that round that he was in. Almost took. Oh. He stopped playing. That's after that hook to the body, and he went to lean in on the ropes. He was. He was like, yeah, I'm. I'm spent after that. You already tired, and now he done took half your stamina bar off by hitting you with a mean power, power right to your and, stomach. And like that's and that's, that's the thing. Mean. Like you, you, yeah. <laughs> bro. Hey, them body shots is no fun. You gonna learn. Your ass gonna learn. Mm-hmm. Your ass definitely gonna learn, bitch. Like I saw the body shot, and I you could tell by his reaction. Like, oh yeah, you weren't ready for that at all. Yo ass was you didn't break you didn't brace for it your body didn't tie up nothing you crumbled like a but you like it buckled bag. like some Jenga blocks that's boy. like that's like that's like that's like one of them hits while like while he was taking a breath type shit yes, like just taking a breath get hit in the stomach like no like, he was not ready for that at all and you saw it bro and I was like that's boxing for you bro you can fight all you want. You can fight all you want, but boxing is very different, bro. Them little body shots, bro, and, and they know where to position it. They know where to put it. They know where to place it to where it gets under your rib cage. So it's just all organs, bro. It's all organs. It's over for you, bro. Sit your ass down, <laughs> young man. <laughs> all all this, all this to living, say, bro. all this to say, bring back fight night. Facts. Facts. Easy. Now, what I will say Easy. is, 
Young man definitely made some cash. So shout out to him for that. What? He made some cash. For an exhibition? Hey, I get I get my ass. Oh, I get my ass whooped now. I get my ass whooped for, right. cool, for a cool meal. Yeah, for, for, cool, for a cool meal. meal. I'm I'm with the shits, my boy. So shout out to him. Shout out to him for that. Like I will I will definitely say that. Man, shout out to their promoters, bro. Like niggas made Showtime, what, twenty million dollars. They made twenty yes, million dollars. Yeah, and Floyd and I think they said Floyd made closer to what? I thought it was. Like hey, but you know what? No, I'm gonna say. Jesus, I do. I do want to say. I do want to say this. I do want to say this. Mm-hmm. So I also saw on social media people being like, "This is beneath Floyd. Floyd shouldn't have done that." He's detesting the the sport of boxing. All right, first off, to those people, shut the fuck up. Second, secondly, Floyd got kids. Shut the fuck up. Thirdly, third, right, Floyd got a crackhead daughter. Thirdly, and lastly, shut the fuck up because you say Muhammad Ali is the greatest of all time. Muhammad Ali did exhibitions. Y'all talk about um, Sugar Ray Leonard, and you say he's one of the greatest of all times. His stupid ass did exhibitions. You talk about Mike Tyson being the baddest motherfucker to walk this planet. His stupid ass did exhibitions. All right? Evander Holyfield, he had a house that was like $26 million, and he was paying like $3 million a month for rent. You think he just did that all straight fights? His stupid ass did exhibitions, too. I don't want to hear that shit. All right, if the man want, if the man you want to call, you want to call none. None of these men stupid today, boy. Boy, I dare, I dare you, I dare you to go to Mike Tyson and be like, "Hey, I heard you did exhibition fights." Yes, I did. All right, you're stupid. Stupid. (laughs) Now, now you'd have to go. You'd have to go. You're stupid, boy. Okay, go for it. You're the beach show. Okay, okay. Be brave if you want to be. Like I listen. Your shit, your shit get clean. Your shit get clean like that scene from uh, Hangover where he hit Zach Galifianakis right. and <laughs> the ass clean out. Man. Hey, this man have a, you have a whole fracture. Bro, the man, the man has gone. I don't care what you're gonna say. The reason for his record was I don't give a shit. The man is forty nine and zero. Fifty. Well, I mean, if we're gonna 59. if we're gonna count exhibitions, yes, he's fifty and zero. The actual, nah, actual. No, nah, I thought it was. I thought he had without, fifty. No, that's without. That's he officially 50, got to fifty. Yeah, 50, 50 Okay, my bad, my yeah, bad, my yeah. apologies. Yeah, so, so that even adds to my case. Fifty and zero. This man did with twenty-seven. This man boxing. did fifty boxing matches. Went up against the best and knocked out and, more than and knocked out more than won. half of them. And you're saying that this man is bad for the sport. Since he left, nobody gives a shit about the sport. Right. Nobody will even watch his boxing, uh, except um, Canelo. And fight. even then, we watched two <laughs> rounds of the Canelo fight and be like, all right, bet. Like, I'm off. You know what I'm saying? And then the, who, who's the other right. two? Who's the two heavyweights that we've been watching? Um, Tyson Fury. No, they just be watching Devontae. You got Devontae Davis. You got, oh, yeah. you got oh, yeah. um, Tyson Fury and um, Tyson Fury. Wild. I mean, Deontay Wilder. Yeah. That's why I need. Uh, that's why I need Logan Paul to fight. Talking all that shit. Go fight. Go fight. Well, I don't see the eye pay to watch that. I'll pay to watch the. I'll pay to watch the. I'll take put hands on that boy. I, 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 my first, my second fight ever is Floyd. All right, let your third fight be be 
Go go fight Beyonce now. Go ahead and fight the bronze bomber one time, bitch. Right. Yeah, right. Go ahead and fight the bronze bomber. You'll never fight again. Real quick. You will never fight again. Either one, Jake or Logan. Well, I I think think so both both go fight Javante Davis. Davis, hey, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. When that man swings, bro, so that man chooses violence fight. every time. Every time. Every time I'm, I'm intrigued. I am. I am intrigued to see. Jake versus Tyron Woodley because unlike Ben Askren, Tyron does have hands. Tyron only about to put this man head and twist it on the other side of the goddamn neck, bro. His head gonna be permanently after this. You, had, you put like, so they, much emphasis they need to on get that. humbled, bro. <laughs> bro, uh, about does that man it. need to get humbled, bro? That's funny. He better kill that. Like, that man talk shit. shit. Tyron Woolley better. I ain't never seen nobody. Like, this man fought three exhibitions and thinks he's, like, the best boxer in the world, bro. I think he knows some things. (laughs) I give him that. He knows he knows some things, but that about it. Yeah, but let's be real, though. This man hasn't gotten hit yet. I want to see see how he look when he gets hit. That's fair. Like, truly dazed, You want him to to catch a flocka. That's what you want, kids to catch. An, ex- an explosion. Not an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Not an explosion. Oh, my. All right, y'all boys. So, uh, I want to transition into this NBA shit. So, first of all, <laughs> I hate to say it about the Clippers, but Kawhi Leonard was on a tear. When yeah, I say this, this, didn't I say this man was hooping, bro? And no disrespect to Luca at all, but... This man was hooping those last four games, especially that game. Luca don't play. Luca don't play defense like Kawhi do, though. So exactly, no matter. you're not you're not really disrespecting him. Exactly, but if Luca played a little bit more defense, game. that might. Have, That's all he do. Say again. Luca just a bucket every did. game. That's all he do. Yeah, facts. <laughs> a pure bucket. He, do, he he finds completely different ways, bro. Just when you think you got jit pinned down, He's like bro, I'm going to score. I hope you understand. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to score this bucket. Bro, like, Jit did, Jit did, Jit did a spin move into a one-legged leaning three-pointer and made that bitch and ran down the court like he does this shit every fucking day. But he, <laughs> he does, though. He, <laughs> he like, was already a professional before all of this. Bro, like I don't know if you've seen those clips, but like it was like 2000. I think it was like 2017. This man was 16 year old, 16 years old, playing for Real Madrid. Lining up against Russell Westbrook, right? Doing this a grown ass man already, <laughs> like at sixteen. At but, sixteen, he playing NBA niggas. I, lit, bro. But I will ask you all a question though. So ask away, Ty Lue. Is Ty Lue considered since they came back from that O two deficit no. and made and made those correct changes? No, <laughs> no, no. I, I, man, just let me ask the, the question. Wrong, you asked the wrong. You asked the wrong question because no. that man cannot stand Ty Lue. But finish your question. No, All right. So, was, is that credit to Ty Lue or is that credit to the assistant coaches? No, it's credit to LeBron. <laughs> you it's credit to LeBron. So the reason that they got a job. Hard. <laughs> He's saying LeBron talking about a coach in Cleveland. Why are we talking about LeBron? 
Oh, uh, here we go. Now, see, we went from somebody who don't like Ty Lue to somebody who don't like LeBron. I like LeBron. I have no. I have, listen. LeBron's great. Bro, LeBron's you literally, awesome. you literally called LeBron a female body part the other week because <laughs> he, he was being pussy. The fuck, like, look. Listen, what we're not going to do, if somebody's being pussy, we're going to call him out for being pussy. LeBron was being pussy. He handled shit in a pussy way, and his ass has bounced the first round. So we don't need to talk to him anymore. Bye. See you next season, Capiche. bitch. Capiche. You just caught, now you just called him a bitch. What and, did he do to you? Man, you just got done calling all these great uh, boxers uh, stupid and shit, stupid. stupid ass and this, that. Whatever. Come on, bro. Chill out. No, I didn't. I didn't call him stupid. You ain't got no proof. Come on, bro. All right, you ain't got no proof. You ain't got no proof, fam. Technically, he uh, said they did stupid ass shit. Anytime, you correct? Know I mean? No, he right. said they stupid ass. He said stupid ass. His stupid yeah. ass. Uh, he's got no proof. I also want to go through the awards. It's on tape. So Nikola Jokic was the MVP. Yes, um, sir. And that's that fine. They about to get swept. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm just playing. Y'all gonna win one. Y'all gonna win one. <laughs> I, I will say I I'm very I was impressed, you know, by Jokic this year. You know, I think it was 26, 11, and five. Um, I think I may I might be a little incorrect on that, but I think it's around there. You know, he played all 72 games. Jamal Murray was sti- was was hurt at the beginning of the season, and he still managed to lead them to a top four seed in the West. That that's pretty impressive. I will say that, you know, Chris Paul, you know, he could have he could have been considered in there. But as far as but I'm so disappointed, bro. I hate the NBA for that. But as far as numbers, and I think that's strictly what it is, is numbers. Because if we're talking about the most valuable player, it definitely was Chris Paul this year. Yeah, yeah I can't um, argue that. Um, as far as – and, okay, first of all, Monty Williams got robbed of Coach of the Year. I want to say that shit. Right now, because Tom Thibodeau, Tom Thibodeau, that's bullshit to me. I don't give a fuck about. I I don't give a fuck if the Knicks won freaking sixty games. Monty Williams was the coach of the year because them boys got their ass whooped in the playoffs by Atlanta, and Nate McMillan shows that he that he belongs. He should have been a head coach already. He should have he should have never been out of the league after that Pacers shit. Cause that wasn't his fault. Chris um, Paul George caused him to get fired, but that's another story for another day. Um, but Tom Thibodeau should not have won Coach of the Year. Um, Rudy Gobert, I will say, you know, Defense Player of the Year. I think it's iffy sometimes. You know, it's like you know, you you win, but you like it's like it's like your overall impact. But Ben Simmons does guard the best player on the team every uh, night. Okay. But yeah, now you're talking to somebody who don't like Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. I don't like Ben Simmons. I do not like Ben Simmons. I I mean I don't like his game. I don't think that he's you know it's like you're not going to get worse because of his game, bro. If you can't I'm shoot, bro, get out of the NBA, bro. Oh my! God. I'm sorry. Yeah. You, if you if you can't if you can't shoot, I can't shoot. The fuck, I, you can't <laughs> shoot. Get the fuck out of the NBA, bro. I get it. Oh, you're, you're a great defender. Awesome, cool, bro. But you're come on. You can't shoot that shit, bro. Hey, I'm gonna say some. Bro, they let they letting your ass take wide open shots, bro. And you can't hit shit, bro. You couldn't hit the broadside of a barn, bro. Get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> Whoa, hey, bro. Hey. What's up with this man, bro? Nels, Nels, hear me out, bro. Ben Simmons is a glorified Michael Kidd Gilchrist. 
He snapped hard. Say, say I'm lying though. You're not lying, bro. But he passes better than Kid Gilchrist. Sure does. Great passer. Um, who else we got? Um, six men of the year, Jordan Clarkson, must deserve. It came down to him and his own teammate. Um, what's his name? Um, Joe Ingles. I don't mean no Joe Ingles, but, but um, Jordan Clarkson has solidified himself as a bucket in the NBA. I just want to say, like, I feel like a lot of people were disrespecting him when he was on Cleveland, when he was on the Lakers. But this man, that man has always been a bucket. But they need to tighten. NBA need to tighten up. You can't um, in terms it, of what? You can't make it no six man with two niggas on the same team as a finalist. Uh, I, I agree. I don't care what. I don't care what circumstances got him there. Joe Ingles is a, was a starter majority of the damn season. Jordan Clarkson well, has always been the six man of that team. Agreed. Yeah. Um, but I will say that Joe. The only reason that Joe Ingles was a starter this year is because Bogdanovich missed um, like 45 games or something like that. And that was the really only reason why, oh, he, was okay. Good the, point. why he was pushing to the starting lineup. Um, mm. And then Derrick Rose was also considered, was um, also a six man of the year. And also I like Derrick Rose got one MVP vote. Um, and that was fans, the fans. The fan vote. The fan vote. I respect it because he had a great year. Yeah. I feel like he should have been the runner-up for six men of the year, in my opinion. I believe, uh, yeah, I think he was. Um, I think he was. Yeah, he was third in voting. Um, and rookie of the year has not been released yet, but I would say that it should be Anthony Edwards. But based it's on the ball, bro, tighten up. Yeah, but you said you think it's Anthony Edwards? Why? Because he played more I, games. I, I, I he I overall better stats. What? Yes, I, I I will pull up the comparison. I'm I'm on this game sure. more scoring, um, maybe less assists, but look, go look up the stats, my boy. Let me know. Let nah, me know if you see. Better overall stats. I feel it's just it's, it's a matter of the fact that uh, Lamelo missed games. He missed a nice amount of games. Anthony Edwards went nineteen, four and two. Or three, pretty much, or 2.9. I'll give him 19.4 and 3. Okay. And what did what did Melo do? I thought Willie was going to already have it pulled up. Ain't it, Willie? Like, you, you over oh, here talking all this. I, 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 I got it. Just give me one second. Okay. So, <laughs> Anthony Edwards averaged 16, 4, 2, and 1. Um, that one is the steal. Um, LaMelo Ball averaged 16, 6, 5, and 1.6 seals on 45% from the field, 37 from three. His best and game. And you're saying that he has better stats? I, but I, okay. I, I mean, no, man, it's mellow, bro. Not only did he turn his team around more, he was more, he's a bigger part of his team because he plays point guard. So he sees the ball every time. You saw what happened when he was off the court. I think he plays better basketball than Edwards. And then on top of all that, the stats is there. Just because he got hurt, he got hurt. That man is not, Edwards is not better than LaMelo Ball. Period. Period. And, and Edwards might end up getting it, and that's great. But I don't care what you tell me. 
There's no argument you're going to make that's going to tell me that Edwards is a better basketball player and was a better rookie this year than LaMelo Ball. I mean, I'm not saying he's a better basketball I mean, if player. You, but if you're talking longevity as well, because yeah, Edwards did not get hurt and he balled out. And he also, he, Even, like, he also has his own things that he excels in that LaMelo doesn't necessarily excel in. Like his bunnies are out of this world. He has this, he has this, uh, this Donovan Mitchell small S the bottom that you that is different. I feel like they play two different really styles of basketball as well, but um, they're not too far from each other. But I, I would say they're not far. They're not far off from each other. I even I'll they could have been a tie for me to be honest. He could have gave it to both of them. I feel you. Maybe they'll do that co rookie whatever Lamelo Ball's rookie year for me. I got you. Like y'all's make y'all's making good points. It's captivating points. You know what I'm saying and and. And I ain't gonna I ain't gonna sit there and shit on it. I just I feel like Lamelo deserves to be rookie of the year. I understand. Um, then as far as uh, most improved player, this player laid a fucking egg in the playoffs. Um, Julius Randle. Um, oh, you snapped so. <laughs> no, bro. This man, bro. Julius himself. I watched every game from oh, that really? Hawks and um, that Hawks Knicks series. This man was like two for seventeen every game. Yeah, it was ass. It was, it was, bro, I, think it was the worst, I think it was found out to be one of the worst playoff bro, series bro. performances of all time. It, yeah. it actually is. It's it, it actually up there. It definitely is, bro. Like, this man. He's shit, right up there shit, with Paul George. Like, He's right up there with LeBron James in 2011 finals. Oh, damn. Stop you snapped. Yo, leave that man alone. What's up? But uh, I will say this about um, Julius Randle. Um, and this was actually a cool stat that I saw the um the last week. Um, he had the second highest jump in field goal percentage from one year to the next in NBA history. He went from 27% in the 1920 season to 43% in the 2021 season. That is a good stat. Yeah. Um, but I will say, you know, but he plays for the Knicks, so fuck it. <laughs> uh, but what did Knicks do to you, bro? I mean, hey, no shout way. out to the shout out to them being way ahead of schedule, though. <laughs> exactly. Like, no one, no That's one, no one thought is coach of the year. Yeah, no one thought they was about to be uh, in the playoffs. That's why. Uh, Should I did? Who was the coach of? Shit, I did. I called it. I the called Knicks going to the playoffs. The Suns. You mean the yeah. Suns that been that have been. That have been showing you who they're about to be for the last three years now. The Suns, I mean, they've been doing exactly what you expect. And they, they didn't, we ain't expect them to go to number two. But with the addition of Chris Paul, this is not really surprising. Tom Thibodeau, on the other hand, and that debacle they had over there with the Knicks for years and years and years and years, that's the last freaking thing anybody except, expected is for that I mean, team with a nigga named Quickly and <laughs> to be number four seed in the East. I mean, so agreed, weird. but in, in 20, I think it was 2011. 2011, 2012 season. But, but the Suns had the number one pick three years ago. Like, you, you know, like, that, years ago. That, that, mean? come on, like, they what were a bottom, they were a bottom 16 team in the West for consecutive years. Yeah, but they've always had talent. 
like a bet, and they've been gaining talent. The Knicks have been the Knicks have been riding with this little. What have the Knicks gained? They've actually been depleting. They, they all they got is RJ Barrett and Julius Randle, right? And then that's all you really thought was like, okay, like they're a young team that you're not really expecting much of. They really, and then all of a sudden you're here, you're you're talking about guys we would never talk about ever. Who the hell is Obi Toppin? Why is Obi Toppin all of a sudden being discussed? Why is Toppin was the national player of the league year last year? Exactly, but nigga, like, was that in college? Yes, he won the Wooden Award. Where was R.J. Barrett before? Wasn't R.J. Barrett like a All American? Where yeah, was he? he All American at Duke. Wasn't he first of yeah, all? He was. He was. No, he was um number three. He's number three. Yeah, Zion and Jock. Outside of Derek well, like you even consider yeah, a star. Got, I mean, or even like close to a star. Healthy Mitchell Robinson, but you know he's he's just a he's tall dumb. ass nigga that can dump and catch oops and drop. <laughs> I'm really I mean, enjoying this conversation. I mean, like, there's really not dumb. nobody. I, I, I'm playing a my career season with these niggas, and I'm really realizing y'all really don't got nobody on this team for it. Like I'm on here because of, and I'm watching it like on my mic. I'm like, y'all have no business getting to where y'all got to. Feel that. Julius Randle had no business excelling the way he excelled. <laughs> do, do you do you feel that, Willie? Do you that quickly? I mean, I, I yes, I think their their ro- their roster is not great, but I will say, you know, it's it. I mean, yes, Tom Thibodeau did a great job. I mean, they were a four seed, you know, but it's like it's the Knicks top four. It's the Knicks <laughs> exactly. It's the Knicks. Ain't even supposed to be in the playoffs at all. I already. Can't. Yeah. If you don't say they line up at the beginning of the year compared to you saying the Suns line up at the beginning of the year, you'd say the Knicks going to be the la- worst team in the goddamn league or some stupid shit like that. You wouldn't even expect them to be a 10th seed in the East. And that's saying a lot for you. Can't, you can't even be a 10th seed in the East. We wouldn't even consider them that. They made it to four. It's a, like, but that's, that's mind boggling to me. Like, that's true. All right. But let me um run through these um NBA series real quick. So the teams that we have left in the playoffs, um, so we got – so as far as – we got game three tonight with uh, Brooklyn and the Bucks. The Brooklyn Nets have a 2-0 series lead. You got game two of Clips and the Jazz. Uh, the Jazz are up 1-0. Um, and then I think this is a very interesting series. The 76ers and the Hawks is tied 1-1. Trey Young is playing out of his mind, even though he looks like that mushroom from um, – uh, Mario's world, <laughs> yeah, and this man, this man got the worst barber in the NBA. But um, and then um, he got the Suns and the Nuggets, where the uh, Suns are up two zero. You know who? Is, you know what? You know what? Trey Young hair remind me of <laughs> Donald Trump. Nah, bro, it's, that, it's this one cartoon. I think it might be the car. It might be and it my, on, on, on Lion King with buddy. What's the, what? No, Hercules. What buddy got the little blue hair? It's fire. His hair fire. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Talking about hey, uh, Hades? Hades. Yeah. <laughs> That's young hair, Bobby. Uh, it looks like, um. okay, so this you know shit when looks you, you know when you use steel wool and it gets real worn out? <laughs> Tough. Y'all are fools, man. And you know how when you, like, drive through, like, a country area and they got them little 
And then you could like, no, like they had them high ass trees, and you just drive past them real quick, but you could see through them a little bit. Or the like, no, the tumbleweed. The tumbleweed. <laughs> bro, bro, he's still talking about this, man, bro. Talk. <laughs> All right. Um, Nels, what's the next point? I think we got uh-huh. to talk about Julio. Did we already run through the series, man? That boy, that boy here look like a soft. Did we, say, did we say who we think gonna win in Schmidt? Um, oh no, we actually did. We haven't talked. To, we haven't gone through those ones actually. So um, you got Brooklyn and you got the Bucks. Who y'all got? Brooklyn and five. Brooklyn versus yeah, the Bucks. Got- the Bucks. Harden's oh, out Brooklyn. this next game. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I got Brooklyn and five. Yeah, I got Brooklyn and four. You think, you, you think you, even without Harden? <laughs> they haven't had Harden this whole time. No, I feel you. Hey, but if they if they if they sweep if they sweep the Bucks without if they sweep the Bucks without Harden, then it's it's a the Bucks are trash, people. I need people to understand. <laughs> hey, if they get hey, swept, who the holes are getting fired? Hey, listen, I'm gonna tell you straight up. Hey, Bucks are gonna this come back and win this series. Jimmy Butler with a shot. Bucks are gonna come back and win the series. Fuck out of here. Book it. Um, goofy. Book it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Who's all about goofy? Man. Um, then we got the Bucks. Hey, Bucks and six, man. Oh, Bucks, Bucks, That's like six. you sound like a Laker fan right now. More like Bucks and 20. <laughs> Bucks and like six, boy. What's popping? What's popping? Bucks and six. Bucks and six, yeah, right. All right, Clips, Clips and Jazz. I got the Jazz and seven. No, I got, I right got, now? Um, it's one zero Jazz. I got Jazz and six. Oh, you, bro. I got, jazz. Hey, I got, I got Jazz and six. Hey, I got Jazz and six. The same way I got the Bucks and six was good. Now, hey, the title of this show, the title of this show is Bucks and Six. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, Everybody agreed to that goof ass shit. <laughs> What's the next series? What's the next series? Uh, Sixers and Hawks. Hawks <laughs> but I got um. Did they start yet? Yeah, um, the series is tied one-one. I got Hawks yeah Hawks and Hawks and six. I got um, I got I got Hawks and seven. That's Hawks and seven. I, I got Hawks. I got Hawks. I got Hawks in seven. Not like I got the Bucks in six, baby. Shut the fuck up. You know, we're about to keep my It's really like, going to be named. <laughs> it's really going to be named. Oh, Bucks no. It's, it's, dead, it's, it's dead ass going to be named Bucks in six. All All right. Give us that yeah. last one. What's that last one? Um, Suns and Nuggets. And I got Suns and five. Suns and five. Nuggets Suns in four. I want to say hit. Suns and Four. I want to say was, Suns and Four. I was thinking four. about it, but <laughs> a lot. Suns like and it. Four. Nuggets. Hey, and you four. know what? Hey, you know what? Four plus two is, ain't it? Bucks and six. Six. <laughs> That's just like the Bucks. Right. But right. was good. Right. But can I give? <laughs> but can I give you? Wait, can I give you one wild stat though? Nuggets and seven. I got one. Give us one wild stat. All right. Bro. So Chris Paul, you know the point god. Um, there has only been four. Well, no, there's actually been five NBA games in playoff history with 15 points, 15 assists, and zero turnovers. Chris Paul has three of these respective games. 
And that in last game, he went 15 for 15 points, 17 assists, zero turnovers. Has has he ever won a has he ever won a ring? No. No. He be okay. folding. All right, I'm pulling for I'm pulling for the Suns the whole way through. Easily. Um well, LeBron is Steph Curry. And, and, De- and I know, but De- Devin Booker on a bean right now. You sleep. You forgot. Um, Kevin Durant is still alive, sir. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, NFL news, though. We we had a blockbuster. Tr- well, not even not even blockbuster. They these they got this man Julio for some pain. Listen, if your team, whoever's listening, if your team had cap space, you better be mad as shit right now because for a second and a fourth, fourth. a, a following yeah. year fourth, not even the same year, year fourth, a second this upcoming year, and then a fourth the following, bro. For hey. for Julio and a six, bro. Come on, bro. And guess what? Guess what else received? Well, guess what other receiver got traded for a second round pick um, less than two years ago? Nuke. No. Well, yes, yes, Nuke. Yeah, yes. Well, no, yes, Nuke, and that was after being first team All Pro. But I was going to say the Falcons also fleeced two people in here's favorite teams for a second round pick for Muhammad Sanu. What do you wait? Say it again. Muhammad Sanu was traded for a second round pick less than mm-hmm. two years ago. Right. Julio Jones. Was. Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins were only worth the second round pick. Correct. I mean, it is what it is, bro. You know, Bill Belichick's never been good with rating wide receivers, bro. So that doesn't shock me at all. <clears throat> Bill Belichick didn't get him to say, "Yeah, man, I could definitely get him for a second round." Bill Belichick probably didn't even consider that man. Yeah, but I'm honest with you, I'm, something interesting that came out of that, though, you know, with the AJ Brown and how he's been Julio. Let's go, Julio! Come on. Um, he tra- attempted to give him his number. He ended up going with number two. Uh, but Ryan Tannehill also transformed his salary from the twenty. This is the 2021-22 season into a signing bonus. So that they would have enough cap to get Julio. Yes, boy. I mean, he knows the vibes. I mean, like, hey, if you're the quarterback, like, why would you not? Like, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. I got Julio, you, you two got them big with that. You two got them big for that number two jersey, Julio. But does this make um, does this make the Titans uh, a top team in the AFC? Yeah, you gotta see their yeah, they've been they've they been in that. They've been in the conference, the conference championship uh, twice in a row, right? Already, yeah. So they they're, gotta, they're there already. They gotta be. They but gotta be. Oh, this pushes them over the edge. Yeah. Oh, obviously. They got. They gotta be. They're top three now. Yeah, right. Gotta be. Um, they gotta be, bro. And then um, I don't know if y'all saw. Um, Todd Gurley was hosted by both the Lions last week and this week by the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I know that they've been both been pushing the. Sign Gurley, but who could who would you rather play with? Jared Goff or Lamar Jackson? Lamar. Lamar. I don't even care. I don't even care if you're not throwing it to me, bro. I'm going to play with Lamar before I'm going to play I'd with love Jared to Goff. see Todd Gurley in Baltimore, bro. Exactly. Like he, needs, he needs a revival. 
easily. And I think that would be great. You know, that one-two punch with J.K. Dobbins, who will be um, a top 10 running back in fantasy this year. You can put me, you can put my name on it right now. I'll sign that bitch. My my asking price would be very high to go to Detroit. If I had to go to Detroit, like I mm, I don't I'm not know. Bro. To go to Detroit, but man. I could I could see yeah. it as like um as you know, kind of like a learning, you know, because they, they had AP last year. He taught Swift, you know, and you know, let's let's bring in another veteran running back. He's gonna get he's gonna get carries, but then also, you know, build Swift up. I don't like it, Bill. I don't like it. And a re- and a um, reconnection with um, Jared Goff, but you know who knows if anyone actually Detroit. Detroit's gonna compete for a playoff spot. Titans gonna make it to the Super Bowl. Um, you know what I'm saying? And then Titans probably gonna end up playing like some raggedy head ass team like the Rams or some shit. The Titans gonna go Rams talk. <laughs> Rams gonna be my Rams 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 Titans rematch. Rams-Titans rematch. Tom Brady is still alive, young sir. Can I can I say something about that real quick, actually? I just – briefly. I, I do got to say, um, one, I'm, I'm happy that Tom Brady has left the Patriots. And this isn't a hate thing. Just hear me out. Because I feel like for so long, because of that snow game, like I kind of – it was just like a blind hatred towards everything – uh, Patriots, including Tom Brady. And, you know, I think he kind of got a bad rep when he was in New England just because of, you know, they don't really have that freedom to kind of sit, be personalities, so to speak, um, mm-hmm. to the press and stuff. So, like, I don't know. Like, I'm looking at Tom Brady in a much different light now. Like, it's hard not to like the guy. Like, seeing him, like, yeah. break down his own shit on, like, TikTok and stuff, like, and like just being self-deprecating and stuff like, yeah, like he seems like a very likable dude. So I, I did just want to say that I feel like I needed him to be removed from the Patriots for me to actually yeah. see that. He actually, yeah. Cause so, he actually has a personality. That's fun. Yeah. So here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing you got to understand. That wasn't a, you, you didn't hate on the Patriots at all. No, I, mean, I know. If there's, I didn't, any it was team, a if there's any team to not like in the NFL, it has to be the Patriots. Yeah. And the Cowboys. The Patriots are well. The Cowboys are very different from the Patriots. To be honest with you, um, the only reason why the people dislike the Cowboys is because the they're fans. literally called America's team. It's yeah. the fans for me. So exactly. on top on top of that, like you know, the Patriots that snow game. A lot of people, you know, <clears throat> I'll say this: there have been incidents where the league has definitely looked out for the Patriots. Agreed. That snow game, that that fumble call wasn't one of them. The Patriots wasn't shit. Patriots weren't shit at that time. It was a divisional game. Right, still a bad call. I, it was a terrible call, but I don't think that's fair to pin it on a franchise. No, I feel you. People, people, if you listen to some people when they give you their rhetoric on that, they will literally get mad at the Patriots. Like, it was the Patriots who got up, punched the referees in the mouth and said, hey, game on, bitches. Kick the field goal. We out of here. Like, no, bro. Like, the ref called it a bad call, bitch. We thought it was a fumble, too. Right. What year was this, too? 2001. 2001, yeah. Bitch, we watched, we watched the was game. That, was that the first? Was, a, was that the That was the first. That was the that start was the of the That was the start of the yeah, yeah, bro. Championship, right? Uh, Yes, oh, man. Man. How are we getting looked out for in our first ever championship? 
The fuck? Bitch, I was 13 years old sitting there throwing stuff around the room saying it was a goddamn fumble. Then when they said it was a football, I was like, let's go. I knew what the vibe I knew what the vibes was. I'm supposed to do what Buddy did in that commercial. Ain't it? I, I hit a lot of bands. I hit a lot of bands. I cried. I, 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 I cried when Coach, that happened. Was on me. Coach, Bro, like, I understand it's your team and it could have been a championship for y'all boys yeah. or whatever. That's great. It the other way around, boy. Y'all would have been over here like, hey. Man. No, no, no. 100%. Listen, I'm not <laughs> – listen. I'm not one of these delusional fans. Like I, I, why did he I, do? 100%. Why did he do? Why did he do the Buddha hands? Hey. He slid. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to tell you, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, bro. Hey, Jim, really killing the Buddha hands? Hey, was was Rich Gannon the MVP that year? Yes. Was he the MVP? Yes. He was, either he was right? that year or the year after. Yeah. Man, Rich, it wasn't, wasn't it, it was like Rich Gate was some bullshit, bro. Wasn't it? Um, Rich, Rich, Rich Gannon was live, bro. bro. Rich Gannon was fucking fired. No, he was. I don't. I think wasn't it Kurt that year? Oh no, 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 no! It was Kurt. NFL Most Valuable Player next year. They actually after that 2002. Yeah, the year that they made it to the NFL. The, I mean, the, the, NFL. the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah they, they made, made it to the, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. My stupid NFL. I mean. And I feel like that just came with the territory of what the what the name Patriots stand yeah. for. So not at that point, you could just get them for anything. Because at the same time, when all these other quarterbacks was coming out saying, "Well, I like my ball like this. I like my ball like this," and those are ain't regulation either. Nobody went in. Oh, let's investigate that. No, bitch. Just Listen, I think it comes to more than Deflategate, though. I think um, even that report that um, came out um, from that governor even a couple weeks ago. But where he had said, you know, that they were that they had been investigating the Patriots for over ten years. Listen, bro. Let yeah, me I'm say sure this right have. now. Let me say this right now. Let me say this right now. I'm gonna I'm say sure this right. Now. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this right. The mother right right now. Yeah. And it started with the snow game. All them all them motherfuckers cheat. That's number one. Number two. I really would love to see somebody else have their franchise win six Super Bowls in two decades, find out they were cheating, and sit there and be like, man, none of them Super Bowls count there, man. You know? They freaking cheated. You know what I mean? I don't count none of them Super Bowls. Every single one of them Super Bowls comes with an asterisk, man. Shit. Fuck it, man. I don't care. The Jacksonville Jaguars won seven Super Bowls in 14 years, and they cheated for each and every single one. It's terrible, man. City of Jacksonville would not stand for that. Okay, and Willie, that's why I mentioned Deflate Gate because it's like it's not to say that's the only thing that makes like it's like yeah. there's so many things out there that's like that add on okay. to this narrative that make yeah. it like real easy to hate the team because it's like I looked at Deflate Gate as something like, all right, so a quarterback seems to have a preference on the size of the ball. Is he the only one that does? Oh, so yeah. other quarterbacks when the same. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is out here breaking came fingers out and, like, because like, this his ball is overinflated. They came out. His ball is overinflated. Ain't like nobody, nobody went and did no extra digging into that. It's just like, and then we ended up winning that same game, not throwing the damn ball, like running yeah, for seventy something yards, and everybody, oh, because of the ball, it deflate. I'm like, bro, stop. We didn't even launch the ball. We literally just ran down their throat. They couldn't score. Bro, whatever, bro. Whatever, bro. Like, but now because immediately, I hate it here. 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 That sound, that's that that sound gate, wherever that was. We ain't no gate for that. We the only ones that get a gate. 
I hate it. I hate it. What is Donny Gate too? The the, the the Saints got theirs one time. Hey, I ain't gonna lie to you, but you know what? I you on my That's favorite gate. Somebody. You all know my favorite gates: Super Bowl gate and Winning Gate. I like those gates. <laughs> those gates are spot. All right, all right. It's time to move on. Go gate. All right. Hey, can, I, can I talk about the Nels, Nels, you got underrated bars, bro. I do actually. Um, my underrated bars of fame comes from uh, the audio book Dynasty about the New England Patriots. <laughs> Let me write this seven, seven, seven. I got seven of them. Seven rings on you, bitch ass niggas. Hey. <laughs> and then the chorus. Oh my gosh. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Uh. Inflate gate. Hate gate. Get off of my dick hate. You... <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, all right. I'm sorry. Hey, speaking of our favorite teams, did you see, um, did you watch Jesus Criminy? Who's calling? Mom, can you get off my line, please? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'll just give my mom a slide the shit out of you, but hey, listen, so, popular, boy. check me out. Did you watch the Vice City Dark Side of Football Raider episode? Uh, I was going to say, don't watch it. A Raiders, no justice. None. That don't go Buddha. Anyway, um, today's underrated bars of fame comes from Kanye West. His song is called Bound Two. Underrated bars of fame. Bound to fall in love. Bound to fall in love. Uh-uh, honey. All them other is lame and you know it now. When the rip will hold you down, you're supposed to drown. Bound. Bound to fall in love. Uh-uh, honey. What you doing in the club on a Thursday? She says she only here for her girl birthday. She ordered champagne, but they look thirsty. Rock Forever 21, but just turned 30. I know I got a bad reputation. Walking around, always mad reputation. Leave a pretty girl, sad reputation. Start a fight club, rad reputation. I turned the nightclub out of the basement. I'll turn a plane round. Your ass keep complaining. How you going to be mad on vacation? Dutty wandering around all these Jamaicans. Uh, this that prom shit. This that what we do, don't tell your mom shit. This that red cup all on your lawn shit. Got a fresh cut straight out the salon, bit. I know you're tired of loving, of loving with nobody to love. Nobody. No, uh-uh, honey. Close your eyes and let the world paint a thousand pitches. One good girl is worth a ta- is worth a thousand bitches. Bound, <clears throat> bound to fall in love. Uh uh-uh, uh, honey. I want you hard on the sink. After that, give you something to drink. Step back, get can't get spunk on the mink. I mean, damn, what would Jerome, Romy, Romy, Rome think? Hey, you remember where we first met? Okay, I don't remember where we first met, but hey, admitting is the first step. And hey, you know ain't nobody perfect. And I know with the hoes I got the worst wet. But hey, their backstroke I'm trying to perfect. And hey, hey yo, we made it Thanksgiving. So hey, maybe we can make it to Christmas. She asked me what I wish for on the wish list. Have you ever asked your, for other? Just maybe we can still make it to the church steps. But first, you gonna remember how to forget. After all of these long ass verses, I'm tired. You tired? Jesus wept. I know you're tired. 
of loving, of loving with nobody to love. Nobody, nobody. So just grab somebody, no leaving this party with nobody to love. Nobody, no, uh-huh, honey. Drones in the house, watch your mouth. Drones in the house, watch your mouth. Bound to fall in love. Bound to fall in love. Uh-uh, honey. Bound to Kanye West. Underrated by his name. It's a good song. Just agree. It's a good song. Um, so I think we're like almost done here, but we still got we still got some housekeeping shit that we got to do on this long ass episode. Yep. Um, Buddha, how can they reach us on email? Uh, ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. Um, what about our Instagram? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. Twitter. Balls underscore podcast. And Facebook. Ball sports podcast. What about your social security number? Ooh, uh, eight seven eight ten ten nine. I almost got you there. I almost got you there, didn't I? Huh? Austin Budashevsky. You sneaky, huh? sneaky, <laughs> sneaky man. <laughs> oh man, um, Dylan, what time is it, man? Gotta get up there. <laughs> <laughs> You're upset. Oh. <laughs> hey, listen. Um, we appreciate y'all for listening to us. Y'all could have been listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but y'all listen to us. We really appreciate that. Um, shit, just, you know, keep giving us these listens and these clicks and, and these likes and these ratings. And we going to keep giving you this bomb-ass content to ride to and vibe to and potentially get high to. That being said, like we, we out here. Yeah, bye, host. How you going to cut me? Ciao. <laughs> y'all going to cut that new balls merch? <laughs> Goodbye, wars. Niggas. Willie. I said ciao. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 <laughs>